Hey, welcome to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. That's been all. And also joining me, it is the man, the myth, the legend. It is Joshua, Gangsta Time Gold. It's called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. Let's fucking go. We're a little off schedule. Your boys took a little break, but you know we had to get back to it. Hell yeah. I just poured myself some coffee, do some cream in there, do a little bit of whipped cream on Tizop. I'm ready to go, man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm excited. I feel the energy coming off I'm of you, bro. Let's fucking get it. Uh, also is the disembodied voice of my brother, our edgelord producer, Big News, Brian. Hey, what's up, nerds? Hey. Oh, my goodness. We did take a little bit of a break. We are glad to be back, though. We are delivering you not one, but two episodes of New Jump City this week. So this is the first of two. So, you know, let's get into it. Let's get into plugs. We got a, we got a, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter and Instagram. Joshua Cole, where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore 37. That's on Instagram. And you can find me on Twitter. At NY Chillin. That's with an E-N at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Not I-N-G. Is there like a is there like an underscore as well? I don't, I don't remember. No. You know what? I gotta write this <laughs> shit down. <laughs> That's very, you know what? I'm not on it that much, man, but I'm trying to be a little bit better with it. Yeah. So might as well start mentioning now, get into the you know. Hey, social yeah. media is hard, man. I yeah. mainly use Twitter for the art. Wow. I follow a lot Ooh. of art channels. Well, well, while you're at it, why don't like you tell us where we Twitter. can find you on Twitter then, Brian? You can find me at b.esp on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me whenever I decide to stream, you could find me at b. Oh, well, twitch.tv slash it's punchline. All right. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll every week. Uh, it's This week's is not up yet. It will be by the end of this episode. So <laughs> I promise it'll be there before the next episode. So follow us on Twitter and cast your vote for your favorite chapter of the week. Uh, so by Thursday, we'll be able to read it live. Um, Let's go. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you have any comments, suggestions, uh, anything you guys want to talk to us about, you can email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, we are likely on there, so get on it. Stitcher. F- yeah, Stitcher, we're on that. Uh, yeah, the audio version usually goes up first, so if you, if you can't wait, to get on it, to listen to the show, uh, subscribe to us on ID Audio. Or if you like the video versions that we do every week, you can uh, follow, subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, like, share the videos, all that stuff. Uh, there will be some content dump. Uh, I was on a bit of a vacation this week, so I'm a little bit behind on my uploads. But the full version of the podcast is always uploaded first. Uh, so get on there. Uh, and I guess that's it. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Uh, I'm going to bring us in with an audio drop of some kind. Boruto! That was an abrupt end to that sound. Uh, <laughs> this is Boruto chapter... Oh my gosh. Seven, two, New generation. <laughs> 
Yeah, Boruto, Naruto, new generations. Let's get oh, it. Oh, next generations. Excuse me. Yeah, come on, man. Get your shit together. Yeah, I'll fucking dare you. How dare you? This You'll Bor- pay for this. This is Boruto, Naruto, next generations, number 61, madness. We got a picture of Amato just up here smoking a cigarette. <laughs> his, uh... In my head canon, it's a blunt. Oh, okay. Well, either way, for it works. this picture, not, not for <laughs> what follows the chapter. I know he clearly says cigarette on the next page. But on this one, it's a but one. That's this no, no, no. He one. just says it's a cigarette, okay? Yeah. We all know that he just bought the yep. uh, skin pack <laughs> DLC for this. For, for the, uh, he got a Swisher uh, Sweet. I'm glad we all on the same page. I'm glad. <laughs> uh, so we start off this chapter with Boruto, uh, Ino, uh, I guess Eno's child, uh, Shikadai, and Ika, um, Iwaki. Oh, what? Why am I fucking up names? What's his name? Iwaku? Uh, why am I fucking up his name? What's his name? Rival Who? Kid's name? They don't do the name things at the beginning of the chapter anymore, so... I don't well, know why. Is that actually just American comics? Yeah, Kawaki. Right. I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking up. I'm sorry, guys. Oh. I don't know why I'm flustered right now, but Kawaki. They're all hanging out, playing these trading cards that... I don't know if they're real, and they're just trying to push it on us at every turn. These fucking trading cards... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, Boruto opens his and he gets Shino and then he does what Kishimoto does with his back characters and tosses them away in anger. Um, just upset that he got Shino. Shino is cool. I don't know what Boruto is talking about. Um, but they look around and they see the, uh, one of the ninja that are keeping guard over Kawaki just hanging out in the background. They're all just like, ah, I wish these guys would leave us alone. Um, but apparently they're part of the sensory core of uh, Eno's family uh, runs, and they're basically tailing Kawaki, uh, and if they get a sense out of, uh, I guess, Code's uh, energy, they'll be able to alert uh, Naruto and Shikamaru and whoever needs to be alerted so they can get right back on their way. So, Yeah. Uh, in any case, we cut to Sasuke with the sensory ninja, and uh, he they're uh keeping watch over these claw marks that uh Code has left on the ground, um, and the sensory ninja that that's with them is like, don't get too close, and Sasuke is like, I'm not afraid of this shit, I'm not a bitch, so he walks up to the claw. And um, he basically looks around and he's like, The Claw! (laughs) And Sasuke is basically like, he's not going to come out of here. And they're like, how do you know? He's like, because I wouldn't do that shit. Because I'm Sasuke, bitch. First of all, you don't even have names. You're not even characters. (laughs) Why are you questioning? (laughs) You're barely... Excuse me? (laughs) You know... Wait, wait, why is this NPC-ass motherfucker talking to me right now? (laughs) You're not real. Why did Kishimoto feel the need to give you guys dialogue? (laughs) That's the real mystery here. Honestly, that is a little disrespectful. Like, you'd expect that from, like, a henchman, like a whack-ass henchman. You don't expect that from a village hidden in the leaf person, you know? Yeah. To be like... He he just so happened to find... It, right, like, I, I'm, I'm convinced that he, he was there for that reason specifically, and just so happened to find the BDSM leather belt straps. Yeah. So Sasuke flies off because he's like, 
do what Shikamaru told you to do, and I'm I'm gonna go do Sasuke things. Um, so he floats off, I guess. Uh, meanwhile, Amato meets up with Shikamaru on the outside. Um, Shikamaru is smoking a cigarette, and so Amato takes out a cigarette of his own, and Shikamaru is like, "You can't smoke that up here." And I'm like, Shikamaru, you're such a prankster. <laughs> such a petty bitch. <laughs> he really is. Like, you can't smoke up here. <laughs> uh, so basically, Shikamaru tells us, like, I can't help but think that this is all going to part of your plan of some sort. And Amato's like, me? No. Stop it. Oh, I would never I hurt would you guys. I would never. I would never hurt you guys. Um... But, yeah, they're just, like, still talking about how, like, Code's veneration of uh, Otsuki as a god is, like, man, he's, like, a fanatic, isn't he? Isn't that, considering he hasn't shown up so long, is it possible that he's gotten depressed and decided not to attack us at all? Uh, and Amada's like, <laughs> don't be silly. He's coming. Uh, oh, he's coming. Oh, he's coming. Uh we cut to Naruto's house where, I mean, in this, I guess, pre-technology village, they have a flat screen television and Boruto's playing a Game Boy Advance. So they're all just vibing, doing the thing. Hinata's right. watching TV and crying at a soap opera because she was not a fearsome ninja at any point in time, it looks like. None. Not at all. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, come on now. You could enjoy a no, soap opera no. and still be a fearsome ninja. I know, but it just doesn't happen to be the case for him. Just look at look at Kakashi and Jiraiya. They were obsessed with literal fucking porn books. I but agree. we also seen them scrap. Yeah. Okay, Hinata has scrapped before. Come on now. She's I've gotten seen her the, lose twice. Yeah, she's gotten the lights. Beat. That's all I. I feel like that's all I remember. The last time we saw Hinata do anything, she got bitch slapped by pain. 700 chapters ago. But that's pain! Alright, Brian. What, you want her to be the main character and beat everybody? (laughs) That would be cool. No, I just want her to beat someone. (laughs) Anyone. Just one person. Just win a a singular person. I want to just see her fight again. Yeah. I mean, I miss the Hyuga. Remember how cool the Hyugas were? They were just like... Everybody was scared of the Hyugas. And now they're just kind of like... Well, Neji lost to Naruto, and that was it. And then, yeah, after that... It all went downhill. The clan never That's really... That's true! The human clan started to fall apart They never scenes. recovered. Yeah. <laughs> they never They never did. It, has, it is. They're like, alright, I guess since we lost, we should stop being hard on our kids, huh? Neji, you lost to who? <laughs> the orphan boy? <laughs> <laughs> alright, boys, time to hang it up. Put your ass out. <laughs> The boy lives on his own. He eats nothing but ramen. He's got to have sodium in his blood out the fucking ass. And you're, you lost to him? It's kind of wild. Uh, so they're just uh, chilling. Kawaki comes down and is like, I'm taking out the trash. Uh, and Boruto notices something off. He's like, I guess he he's like, hmm, Kawaki never takes out the trash. What's going on here? Or does anything helpful? Yeah. Something's weird. Hmm. <laughs> I gotta stop playing Pokemon Ruby and figure out what's going on here. Uh, the sensory ninja is watching Kawaki from above um, and he's like monitoring all his movements, reporting back. Uh, Kawaki just jumps over. Uh, he drops the magazines that he was gonna recycle 
and then jumps over the fence without uh, the sensory ninja understanding, uh, knowing what happened. Uh, he has replaced himself with a shadow clone, it looks like. Uh, and he, the shadow clone goes back in. Boruto realizes that something's wrong. Uh, he follows him up. And Kawaki, the real Kawaki, is still outside. He bounces. Uh, and he realizes, uh, he starts, realizes, wait, Kawaki's coming in. But I sense Ko- the real Kawaki outside. So what the fuck is going on here? Uh, and he realizes too late uh, because he burst in and uh, he looks up at the sensory ninja realizing that he has not figured out that Kawaki has left. Um, it's kind of wild. Um, he then remembers what uh, Eno's kid said about erasing chakra signatures. And he's like, well, damn, how do you do that? <laughs> As Kawaki just... Shit. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, at the villain hideout... Um, what's this girl's name? Damn it. She's so new. I can't... Re- I don't remember any names. Okay, just call her Girl That Knows Everything. The Girl That Knows Everything. No, it is very unprofessional. <laughs> that is very professional. You're right. Um, Especially when we have a lovely producer that can find out. Yes. Real quick. Producer. Real quick. Can I... I just gotta say, whenever we cut to these motherfuckers, I could not care in the fucking slightest. You don't care. I about just them? do not. You I just love don't. Cold. Stop playing. I just don't care about these villains Brian. at all. I just want them to show up, get their ass beat, and move on. No, you know Code's gonna be it, a good guy later. I doubt it. <laughs> you know I Code's gonna be it. a good guy later. I know it. I know. Girl who knows everything. S- it's with an E. It starts with an E. Whatever. Anyway, she realizes that uh, Kawaki's on the move, and she tells Code to to go after him. Uh, Code emerges out of uh, fun, I guess, BDSM leather belt that he's hidden on a tree. He also can put his mouth on one of these things and have it talk for him on the other side. Um, Pretty wild. Yeah. Um, Damn. That's kind of impressive. Ada. Not Her name is Ada. Ada. I knew it started with an E. Yeah, Her Ada just is. looks down and is like, gross. As the mouth is just like, tell me where he is. Um, so, Boruto bursts into the room where the shadow clone is just vibing, chilling. Uh, is like, I know you're a fucking shadow clone. Um, so, Kawaki's clone basically is like, keep it down. It'll be trouble if they find out. Rings against shoes. God, don't make it hot. <laughs> Damn, Borto. Uh, and Borto starts to wonder, is like, how come I can tell where the real you is? Um, and meanwhile, uh, Kawaki on the outside realizes that Borto found out about the Shadow Clone. So he's like, "Damn it! He's it's because his Otsutsuki powers allow him to sense things." Ah, <laughs> there's a whole ear. Popping out of the BDSM belt where um, Esme is, oh, Esme, Ada is, and as she's telling him uh, where Kawaki's going, basically he's like, uh, Kawaki's heading due west. I wonder why. And Code's like, whatever it is, I'll just ask him directly. And that's where the chapter ends. Mm. So, <laughs> battle's about to ensue. Yeah. Kawaki's gonna get. I don't know what Kawaki thinks he's about to do. Uh, I guess he's. He wasn't that strong before. 
What do you mean? Kawaki's about it, dude. I'm not saying he's not gully. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I think he's definitely about that life. I'm just saying he ain't got much working for him at the moment. He, I think he... He could still do that fun claw thing that he does, you know? Yeah, I don't know what... The D. Gray man He said that he has a plan about something. I don't think his intention is to meet up with Code and confront him. I think that that's not part of the plan at all. But that, you know what I'm saying, to be fair? Yeah. I think he's just trying to test the theory about the security. I think he's trying to prove to that blonde kid tomorrow... That listen, your whole clan that's, that's that's doing security, it's fucking sus, bro. Your security is sus. I said it. And they I couldn't even it. they couldn't even tell that I was now what? Hmm. Now what? Now what? Funny guy doing smart all this, man. doing all this to be petty at that one. Yeah, no kid. Yeah, I, I think so. It's funny. Um, that's my that's my uh, that's what. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I my guess is that he's trying to draw a code out. So. I guess they could take care of him then, but I don't know. I have no idea. Interesting. What oh, that is pretty slick. Mm. I'm sure that Sasuke is going to show up. Yeah, he's probably just they're like kind of Sa- setting up Sasuke to be in this fight, which I'm a little nervous about because Sasuke and Naruto's powers are dropping like flies. <laughs> and yeah, Kishimoto's in the Sasuke middle. Sasuke died. Oh, go ahead. No, uh, Kishimoto's in the middle of nerfing them heavily, so... Mm. Yeah, I was going to say <laughs> Sasuke died when he lost his Renegon, essentially. Yeah, that was I don't think sliding... he died, because Sasuke's still pretty fucking strong, even without the Renegon. I mean... Yeah, not, 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 not to these Ochisuki people who are just on, I guess, a, a completely different level yeah. than everybody else in this series. Their Jutsu wouldn't work on them. So, like... Oh, Code doesn't have karma, though, right? He doesn't. He can't you know what? Him. You're right. Maybe against Code, Sasuke will fare a little better. But Code is a, is is it can fight. He, I mean, you know, he's he's taken out Scrubs so so far, but still. Yeah, I don't know. I think Code's pretty strong. I don't know what's gonna happen. Wait, wait. You thing. don't mean you mean that um, base guard one and base guard two. Aren't the strongest characters in the in the series? Listen, base guard Sama is not to be disrespected. Okay, <laughs> not under this roof, dude. Stop sleeping on base guard one, especially base guard one. He's the man. Well, uh, I don't know. That's all I gotta say about Borto. It was a good chapter. Um, I, I cool. I thought it was interesting. It's just a setup to what's coming next. Obviously, um, there will be a confrontation between Code and, and Kawaki, I believe. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, but you guys have any closing thoughts before I move on? No. All right, let's do it. Hmm. Dragon Ball Super. All right. We still doing RGCs this week? You can if you want to. Yeah, I guess I'll RGC this one. Yeah. Certified Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Uh, this is Dragon Ball Super Chapter 75, God of Destruction Power. Um, last we left off, Vegeta unleashed a new form uh, where his eyebrows were waxed by the sheer power <laughs> of this new form. Or disintegrated. Nah, they waxed him. Oh. And his brow was uh, heavily pushed forward. Um, 
But yeah, he's just like he's he's really excited right now. He's got I got a new form. He goes Grah! and that is enough power to just push uh, Granola back on his own. And then when Granola disperses the energy around him, Vegeta's already right here, right in his face. Like yeah, bitch, what now? Say something. And <laughs> Granola gets headbutted. <laughs> Vegeta tells him to get ready for a dose of his tough love. He goes full. He starts washing this nigga. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this chapter is him just like put beating the brakes off of Granola. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty cool. Uh, the, Granola tries to do something to him, but it doesn't work. Uh, apparently, the hotter that Vegeta's battle soul burns, the stronger he gets. So he mm-hmm. just starts wailing on him left and right. Uh, Revenge mechanic. I get it. Yeah, you know. <laughs> high risk, high reward. Makes sense for Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. So he's like, "What's a god?" Granola's like, "What's a god of destruction?" Uh, and Vegeta explains. Yeah. Like, he's like, "Me, bitch." No, he says they're basically they're these beings called uh, gods of destruction. Our universe has one, and he's the one who taught me about this power. And he's like, "So this god gave you this power?" He said, "No, bitch. I earned it." Through my Earn own blood, sweat, and tears. I didn't wish on some broken ass dragon from the planet. Whack ass, bootleg ass <laughs> fucking dragon balls. <laughs> and only needed two. From the planet Frankenberry. I didn't need that shit. <laughs> Dude, it, it's pretty great. He's like, our battle has awakened it for the first time, the innate power within me. Uh, Granola tries to hit him with a blast, and. It uh it has the same effect that it has on anybody who just recently has a power up in Dragon Ball. It just bounces off them, and then they are just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe that, these regular ass key blasts aren't working. And he keeps trying to uh, like blast him with more and more. Uh, Vegeta tries to hit him like he does. He does like a whole karate chop downward, and. Granola barely saves himself with a shield, which is apparently something he can do. Um, so basically, Vegeta's like, "You speak of Kakarot's Ultra Instinct. I have my own power. I, I call this form Ultra Ego." Cool. It's good. Okay. All right, Vegeta. <laughs> Feeling yourself a little too like much it. there, but I like it. <laughs> I like it too, but I'm just like. I don't love it, but it, it's not bad. Could it's have been fine. worse. I mean, you know, it's it's, if if they're working off the whole like opposites thing between Vegeta and Goku, I guess. Yeah, I guess ego it would be the opposite of instinct. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, Vegeta does a drop kick through this man's shield, <laughs> kicking the shit out of it. Yeah, Granola Granola's faces throughout this entire chapter are pretty priceless. He, the whole time he's can't kind of, blame him. Yeah, I really can't. He says, "Whoa, what kind of bullshit is this?" I, I, I can't believe this shit. I, I gave up three I, years. I, of, they're gonna be the strongest, <laughs> not one of, not second best, not <laughs> what is going on, not strongest at the time. I said the yeah. strongest, ah. strongest so, ever. Yeah, what's going on? Maybe that's what he should have done. He didn't say strongest ever, and that's what really fucked him up. Because like Vegeta said, it's like you're the strongest right now. 
<laughs> What's that movie with the <laughs> when a guy gets like the wishes from the devil and he keeps fucking it up? Bedazzled. <laughs> Sheesh. That's a that's bejeweled? a deep pull. No, it's bedazzled. I think you're talking about. No, nope. I, I think it's all right. I used yeah, to bejeweled. Yeah, yeah. That's a fucking. He's trying to get with the girl pull. and he keeps <laughs> and the devil kept fucking it up. <laughs> Oh, give a hundred and ten percent. And I just give a hundred and ten percent. Now, when he was crying at the sunset. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Granola just no, got no, bedazzled. No. He, he did. Uh, it's not great. <laughs> so, yeah, they just continue to fight. Granola is like weird. Um, he, well, throughout the battle, they talk about... Um, you know, how Granola's like, you aren't even Frieza. I'm not going to lose to some third-rate Saiyan runt. And Vegeta's like, oh, I heard I heard that you have a grudge against us Saiyans. But you know what? Frieza did us dirty, too. He destroyed our entire planet. So, you know, fuck that guy. And um, Granola's like, is that true? And I guess Oatmeal in his, like, weird speaker thing is like, yo, that's crazy. That's not what we heard. So yeah, like damn, son. Yo, Sasha told us something different, bro. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yo, you playing right now? Stop. The girls down in the salon—they told me something different. <laughs> they said, they said, they said <laughs> that you work for Frieza. Bro, so, he has like this this cloth grappling hook thing that, like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's not cool, but like when you can fly and halt your momentum and shifted at any point i don't see the viability it's not a grappling hook it's, a, it. it's his scarf did you not see that but the but the point of use yeah the cloth grappling hook thing, yeah. <laughs> but i'm just saying why would he need to use something like that because he's the strongest he... josh you don't understand what it takes to be the strongest some of some maybe he's a ceiling cloth maybe he can seal jutsus and demons and stuff in there yeah anyway anyway he takes well, it and totally wrecking this old uh this 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 archaeological site yeah oatmeal it keeps trying to tell him is just like yo it looks like the saiyans are not the bad guys we thought they were and uh yeah granola's not trying to hear it at all he just uh, he just like rips his weird thing off and then throws it into the forest he's like now that i'm the strongest i don't need your shit anymore so Vegeta pulls up again, and Granola uses his, I guess, telekinesis powers to pick up an entire ruin and toss it at Vegeta, as if the man didn't just knock several, knock you through several of these buildings, and isn't capable of just carrying it. Uh, so, I mean, maybe those things are imbued with something. You never know. <laughs> maybe, maybe he just like imbued it with some key and maybe made some, it actually do something. Maybe with some Odin hockey, maybe. Perhaps, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Vegeta, Granola keeps like tossing shit at him, and uh, Vegeta's like, "Oh, so now we destroying this place? Is that right? Now, now it's not a big. So deal. now you just don't care anymore, huh? This whole thing, this whole fucking thing about this whole city, and now you just don't give a shit. All right, I see you. Um, I guess Oatmeal like summons the ship over to him. And picks up the little th- uh, communicator device. I don't know if Oatmeal is the thing, or if he's the ship's AI, 
or something. He's the he's the Namekian dude, right? No. No. Oatmeal is the Namekian guy. No. He's a, he, he isn't? No. He's not a Cerulean. No, then the Namekians <laughs> don't get named after different cereal things. They get named after something else. Instruments, I suppose, because Piccolo is one. But Hold then there's on. also Nail. <laughs> so, anyway. Vegeta continues to beat the brakes off of Granola. Um, and Granola just keeps fighting back. Goku pulls himself out of the water and is just, like, washing his face like, wow, they're really going at it. Um, Vegeta is kind of, like, getting tired, it looks like. Um his head is taking a ton of damage. Yeah, because the strong, the more damage he takes, the stronger he becomes. It looks like, um, and Granola just keeps launching stuff. Vegeta brings his uh, his own power ball thing and tosses it at him. He's like, "Let's compare notes," and he tosses it over. Uh, at that moment, Granola's uh, left eye turns red as well, and. Granola uses two finger guns and fires it off, uh, creating, I guess, a standstill of the blast uh, that, I guess, increases the gravitational pull of the planet because everybody on the planet is just like, fuck, everything's heavy now. Um, Whoa. Yeah. So. Maybe it was just a, just a shockwave. Yeah, probably just a shockwave. Um, I mean, yo, are we just gonna breeze over the fact that Vegeta went full freezer? Yeah, he went. He, he regressed fully to <laughs> to day one Vegeta. He <laughs> was like, you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm gonna blow your planet up, nigga. What's up? <laughs> Do something. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Dude, Vegeta, like, there's like an actual fun. city with with live people here. No, they all like left. you are doing a lot, my nigga. <laughs> Well, they don't necessarily know this, but the Shigarians left, so they're the only oh. ones there. I, I guess you could argue that he sensed that there's no other life. Maybe. Except for the other people. What about the people that, that brought him there in the first place? You're right. I mean, he doesn't care about them. The heaters. He doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he doesn't yo. care about the heaters. I barely care about the heaters. <laughs> I think they're pretty, pretty dope. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. We dedicated a whole fucking episode to them, essentially. They look like dreadlock vampires, dude. It's not great. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, Vegeta is just like, whoa, how did that happen? And uh, Granola's just like smiling like, haha, caught you there, man. Gotcha. I've awakened both of my Sharingan. Now it's <laughs> over. Now it's totally over. Yeah, no chance. None. Uh, but... Yeah, they're just looking on in the battle where they're like, yo, did you see that shit? And um, I guess Oil, uh, this kid is Elec, right? This uh, The main guy. He's just like, ha ha, so this is going exactly as planned. They'll wipe each other out. Um, and they basically, I think they get the dragon radar. Uh, so they're going to go after the dragon now to get a wish. Cool. <laughs> go Go heaters. Um, I thought this chapter was pretty cool. Uh, I'll say that. I, I thought the battle was really cool. There is, like, I've seen some, like, pushback on this chapter for some reason. Pushback? Yeah. 
Uh, By pushback, do you mean criticism? Yeah. I think people are mad that Vegeta didn't get the dub, which is stupid because this is literally still the beginning of the arc. That's a a tough thing about um, monthly series. You know, it's just... if This is mostly a battle chapter, so there's narratively not a ton going on, I guess. And when you don't have that, people are just kind of like are like inching for answers more than usual it's hard to maintain like a story in monthly that's why like i think boruto is better at it than dragon ball super can be sometimes but sometimes i don't know um was there any uh pushback for vegeta's uh regression and in development or I, think I don't that was think it's a, a regression. Oh, I think he's just he's just ball letting ball. loose. You know, he's just being he's being sure. the Vegeta he well, he he needs to be. He was when he came in. I'll say this. no, not oh, that yeah. he was. He just like he needs to hype himself up. Vegeta's always been about fucking pride and and he's always had a big ego. So why I, not have some? Not why not feel himself a little bit? You know, why not I be just like, oh, planet. Well, I'm the fucking shit. <laughs> why not enjoy right? myself by destroying a planet? I'll say this though. I think like genuinely uh Beerus's powers create that in somebody. Like he's a destroyer. He's he's getting he's yeah. approaching destroyer level. So that's got to fuck with your mind a little bit where your instinct in that moment is to destroy everything because yeah, you and, draw your power oh, from. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily a regression. I think it's more No, like, it's not. I'm I'm literally playing around. Okay. I mean, okay. and it, it makes a lot of sense after you know, after hearing, you know, what you guys are saying because if it is supposed to function as an opposite to Ultra Instinct, where but Ultra Instinct, Goku is truly empty in his mind. Mm-hmm. So it's like, whereas with the ego, it may not be necessarily quote-unquote evil thoughts or even just letting loose. It's just pure, just a whole bunch of thoughts, all hyper-focused on defeating the target at hand. And like you said, like destroying the target, for better or worse. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, you don't really think of all the other things in the process the same way. How in Ultra Instinct, you're not really thinking about anything else at all other than just feeling the natural ebb and flow of, yeah, of dodging stuff, dodging, dodging <laughs> stuff. Yeah, I thought this was a fun chapter. Um, I I did enjoy it. It was so, cool. This arc is better than I thought it would be. Uh, I know I wasn't particularly like into it early <laughs> on. <laughs> Yo, yeah, we need remember remember when he first pulled up on the scene? Yeah, we're like, and, who and is stole, this guy? Uh, Stupid ass cereal man. I'm just glad that they're done with the fire puns. No, they're just getting started, Brian. They haven't just yeah, Brian, what are you talking about? Stop, stop see, oh, I guess you can say they're heating up. Brian, no, we're not doing this again. We don't have the time anymore. We can't get lost in these heater puns. But I think that's all I got to say about Dragon Ball Super. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts before we move on? Oh, yeah. Nope. Um, I thought it was kind of cool that Vegeta lost the vest. It was just fighting in the street, I guess. Wow, Paul. It's straight up spandex suit. It just reminded me of when he was during the Majin Buu arc. Yeah. When he was fighting against uh, Goku and shit. Yeah. That was a dope time, man. That was a lit time. The Good time. Tell you that. That battle? That shit was crazy. Dude, we were like jumping up and down when that time happened, when they were both fighting, when Majin Vegeta versus Goku. 
dude, that was the coolest moment to be a child. That- I remember it got to the point where he just wasn't even mind controlled anymore. and was like, fuck it. I just want to fight you anyway. And Goku was like, bet I'm with it too. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> and everybody else was like, guys, there's, there's evil brewing. They're like, nah, we'll figure that out after. Don't worry. They we'll play against do- the winner. What's the worst that you could that could happen? You all die, and then we just resurrect you. It's fine. Yeah, you all actually. Get to, you all feel the pain of death one more time. Oh, you guys never felt that before. <laughs> actually, there is something I want to talk about. Like I know people really want Vegeta to get the dub, but right now, this if he did get the dub here against this guy, it would uh not. It would have been a hollow victory in my opinion. Damn, Brian. Just because it doesn't, it doesn't really have a stake yet. You know, like right now, they're both just getting introduced to the villain. They're going to go do some fucking training or whatever, maybe. And then they'll come back and then the real fight will happen. Mm -hmm. If Goku takes the win in that situation, then I'll be fucking pissed. He will. It's fine, Brian. You you know what, Brian? Here's the thing is that I think if Vegeta doesn't get the dub now, he'll never get it. (laughs) Oh, come on. Because Elk's going to wish... To be the strongest again, but this time stronger than everyone. <laughs> He'll be the strongest in that moment right there, and go- Vegeta's not getting any stronger right this second. So, That's true. I don't know, man. He'll get better. We'll see. I believe. All right. I believe in the Vegetes. Let's uh, let's let's move on to America. America, fuck yeah! The Xbox. We have four this week so let's get right into it with marauders number 23 uh i like this cover page a lot i don't know why i think it's yeah, pretty I do dope. too I have you ever heard of tempo before she was one of the people that was uh up to be an x-men uh that in the voting thing along oh. with um the bone lady i like her costume she's got a cute costume yeah yeah um full full gold bodysuit yeah no um, ridges, nothing. Just very smooth. Yeah, very dramatic. Just everybody else is wearing something somewhat kind of regular, and she's just like, "No, nah, I came out here all gold, all gold, everything." Um, so this issue starts with Emma just kind of like thinking about all the bullshit that's been happening to her this last few weeks. She's like, "The Hellfire Gala was supposed to be the best time of my life, but it turns out Scarlet Witch got murdered there, and they destroyed my ship." And our medicine is temporarily in short supply. So, you know, man, everything stinks. Um, meanwhile, I guess back in um, in Muty Town, I guess, uh, Banshee is fighting a- up against um, one of the Varenity. Town? Yeah, that's what they call, um, what's that place? The Madripoor. Madripoor? I think this is Madripoor. That, that section of Madripoor. Yeah, I think this is Madripoor, at least. Um Banshee is They're definitely in Madripoor where all these reavers are at and stuff. Yeah. So I guess You know like, what? Actually I am not sure. Yeah, I, I mean they don't specify because you got Russian and Irish mobsters. Yeah, fighting over the remaining stockpile of the mutant mutant medicine. Uh because yeah. I guess the uh, Hellfire Corporation hasn't been able to get um stuff out. Um uh, on the black market, at least it seems. So, you know, uh, Banshee calls uh, Emma to see if she could get the Marauders to back him up, uh, <clears throat> uh, because those two are just clashing. 
for a second, he thinks they got she got her back, but more Reavers show up to fight against the Russians and the Irish. Um, and they just toss a bomb over. Uh, and they're just like, take that, bitch. You're about to die in this bomb thing. And that's when, the, finally, the Marauders come through. Not the whole Marauders team, actually. It's pretty much just Emma Frost, uh, Kate Pride, Lockheed, their pet dragon, uh, Tempest, and Jumbo Carnation. Which I'm like, oh, cool. I've seen Jumbo around yeah, a few right? times. It's been a while. Yeah, he, pulled, he, he pulled up to fight? <laughs> yeah. All right. Turns out, Jumbo's a beast. He just comes in and starts fucking judo slamming people down on the ground. Uh, I lo- I had to look up Jumbo Carnation's powers because I wasn't exactly sure. Um, he has Teflon skin, and that's his main mutant ability. Uh, mm-hmm. Any secondary ones? He's uh, super strong, and those four arms are generally mutations. yes. Yeah. So okay. those are his general mut- mutations. It makes him fireproof uh, for the most part. Teflon skin. Um, Teflon is fireproof. I think so. I don't know, Brian. Can you look up how what Teflon's like? <laughs> What is Teflon I know it's, like? I know it's good for like bullets to help. You know they make like vests oh, out so of you know like, bulletproof vests out of Teflon. Teflon. No, that's Kevlar. Yeah, you're thinking of Kevlar vests, but I don't oh. know if that's a different thing. Then why is you're talking about real Teflon life Teflon? Teflon? Yes, Brian, real life Teflon. Um, it's used to coat a variety of of uh, products like? because it's it's like it, it creates a non-stick thing i guess you could put it on like pans and shit <laughs> oh that's pans. funny i was trying to remember where i seen teflon before yeah teflon is the stuff that makes non-stick pans non-stick <laughs> the man the man is a whole te- like non-stick pan i guess i guess that makes him fire resistant oh yeah, for the pan, so they don't burn. Yeah. Oh. So that things right. don't get stuck All on right. them. All right. Okay. Hey, okay. So, <clears throat> okay. All right. Well, there you go. All right. <laughs> Josh was like computing ways to go in. Teflon. <laughs> Not Teflon. All right. No. Um. But, yeah. Uh. Basically, uh, while Jumbo Carnation is fucking everyone up left and right, uh, Emma uses her powers to psychically control all of the uh the people the citizens away from the fight area mobsters are they mobsters yeah they're in the suburbs right now oh the mob yeah i mean i mean these people shown are definitely mobsters with the face tats and no yeah i'm talking about like emma directing people away like civilians it looks like um yeah it's um uh well you know whatever that's neither here nor there probably mobsters oh yes 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 you're right Civilians mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Never mind. Um, what else? I don't know why I nitpicked that part. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tempo is uh, or Tempest. I don't remember. Uh, she's Tempo. She's dealing with the bomb. Uh, there's three seconds left, so she's able to uh, make the bomb go a, a minute a second. Like make every for every second, there's a minute pass by instead of three seconds. It's three minutes. Um, That's very helpful. Yeah, pretty cool. Um, at that point, uh, after they get everyone evacuated, uh, Kate comes back, makes her, uh, what was it called? Intangible, I guess. And the bomb explodes in front of them, but they're okay because of Kate's powers. Uh, and I guess uh, Banshee goes off and gives chase to the Reavers to find, uh, to like, I guess, beat them up some more. Um, Emma, Emma 
Frost basically turns to both gangs is like, look, I know things are hard right now. We don't have the drugs that we need right now. We'll make you guys right. Just give us a few time, a little bit of time and don't fuck shit up anymore, please. Uh, there's a little bit of a B story right after that with the cuckoos helping uh, Wilhelmina, right? Wilhelmina, one of the Verendi kids, uh, deal with her uh, abusive father. Um, so basically they pull up to his room in the middle of the night and uh, basically tell him, like, we implanted into the minds the knowledge that you sexually assaulted your own daughter uh, and now everyone knows around you. So, you know, have fun with that. Um, at some point, uh, the cuckoos leave, but the it looks like uh, Wilhelmina's dad falls out of the window, whether he jumps out or more likely Wilhelmina pushed him out. Is anybody's guess? It's not necessarily clear, but either way, the man dead. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Is Wilhelmina a mutant, by the way? She's not. Is that? Okay. Uh, so... Basically, Wilhelmina decides after this whole ordeal to just, like, go her own way. Uh, Cade Kilgrave is at her door, like, I'm not letting you leave. You have too much money tied up in my shitty little business. Uh, and <laughs> she basically has to kick Cade in the fucking nuts. My shitty little business. <laughs> yeah, she just lit up his life right there. Uh, and basically says, don't give Verinda your life, Cade. Being mad at someone success, else's success isn't a life worth living. I'm making my own way. Don't contact right. me again. And that's where that issue ends. Um, it was cool. Good luck to her, because these guys are incredibly petty and insecure. So I, I would imagine he's going to exact. He's going to dedicate his, the rest of his life to punishing her. Yeah. For that. Yeah. I mean, he does it to mutants just for, for the fact that they're alive and breathing. Yeah. That offends him. So okay. I can only imagine the hate he has for her now. Yeah, it is weird because she, Wilhelmina... She just up and went. Like, he's like, what? <laughs> what are you doing? What? You're even... <laughs> what? You done being racist? You can't just stop being <laughs> <What>? racist. <laughs> that is funny, though. I, I did. I was thinking about that as like... I understand they were like giving Wilhelmina a little bit of um a not redemption, but I guess a reason for her to be as awful as she was. But I don't know. It, it's like a weird redcon thing where Wilhelmina was just as bad as everyone else in that in the Verendi kids circle. You know, but now she understands why she acted that way. Yeah, and you know, she I, she discovered the root cause of her behavior and. Uh... With the help of the Cuckoo Sisters, literally uprooted that shit. Yeah, they threw it out the window for sure. I mean, you know, if now anybody she's beginning to heal. Yeah, she's got to heal. I'm okay with it. Why not? Uh, I like this issue. Fine, Marauders is good. It's a consistently like good series. Uh, I enjoy it all the um, all the same. Uh, we have after Marauders, I believe it was a uh, Way of X. Number five of five. This is the last issue of Wave X. Uh, not canceled. This was always a miniseries. Uh, so um, we are getting into it. The final issue of Wave X. Um, the, over the course of this series, uh, Nightcrawler and the, uh, the son of uh, Xavier Legion 
uh, have been trying to uh, re-examine what the laws of Krakoa are or what they mean or what they should mean, what value they should have and impact they should have on mutants that live on Krakoa. You know, make more mutants, kill no man, respect the sacred land. Uh, So this issue focuses on the third law, which is respect the sacred land. Um, Basically, uh, last we left off on this issue, Legion has been trying to find out uh, where Onslaught is, the former amalgamation of Magneto and Xavier. Uh, He has already started to take control of mutants across Krakoa, and he was about to take control of Xavier when uh, Legion decided to uh, just pull the pin and kill everyone uh, so that uh, Onslaught would not get through. This this issue starts off with Xavier's resurrection, um, as well as the resurrection of everybody that he recently killed to save from onslaught um and immediately (laughs) xavier's like what's happening who killed all these people and um the very the very next page is a really cool drawn page of uh legion just in you know like a meditative floaty thing pose with zorn this is incredible yeah this is a dope ass fucking page um with zorn and Zorn? The Zorn brothers. The Zorn brothers. The, Zorn bro- the Super yeah. Zorn brothers. Stand side by side like Professor. Pretty cool. Man, I wish I had goons like the Zorn brothers. <laughs> They're pretty bad. Oh, yeah. They are thorough. <laughs> I mean, I feel very confident with these guys on my side. Yeah. And they killed Professor X easily. And yeah. a bunch of other mutants yeah. that may or may not have been very strong. Yeah. Just like that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Pretty badass. So they're basically like, yeah, hey, Xavier, don't touch. Don't touch him. We, we ask, we've been asked to keep David secure while he builds. And Xavier's like, builds what? And Xavier goes pretty full fuck you <laughs> in this moment. He's got an attitude. And he's got an attitude in three quarters up in here. Just like. Yo, if, if it wasn't clear that Professor X is definitely not the nice guy from, from the Fox movies, <laughs> this, this, this is it. Yeah. This completely showed you. Yo, like, this has been. I was so shocked at first to see how him acting such a way and not being this overly kind guy. But, like, that was just the movies we've seen. Professor X has always been like this, yo. You know, he's yeah. just been a little bit more fatherly and mentorish to the young kids, you know, but he fucked a lot of them over, man. Like, yeah, he, he's a piece of, he's a piece of work. He's got his issues anyway. Yeah, he really, it really is kind of jarring to see it because even this current version of Xavier, although he's shady as hell, he's got this kind of like sagely presence to him where mm-hmm. he's just kind of vibing and he's kind of like wise father. Yeah, he's like seen it all, but this is where he really loses his cool when it comes to Legion. He's so fucking scared of him, uh, and so bummed out by what he's created. It's kind of it's it it is like off putting to see. Um, meanwhile, oh, I think you're muted, Josh. I don't know if you were trying to say something. Um, yeah, I, I did that on purpose, but um, no, I was just agreeing that it definitely is off putting. But I guess in what was off-putting in a negative way is now kind of in a positive way, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's true to his character and we're seeing like the crack, you know what I'm saying? We're seeing chinks in that, in that 
in that armor, so to speak. Yeah. And David, his son, is one of those, you know, one of those vulnerabilities that gets him like that, that puts him, that makes him act that way, that makes him insecure. Agreed. Um, this whole time while Xavier is just like cursing him out, basically, uh, and basically asking him not to live anymore. Uh, Legion is trying to talk to Nightcrawler, you know, just trying to like, you know, speak to him. But Nightcrawler is a little preoccupied with the whole Lost and um, and Cortez situation. Uh, they're trying to kill each other. One, because Cortez has killed uh, or was involved with killing Lost's family. And Cortez trying to kill her because he's a piece of garbage uh, if, and would rather die than apologize. Um, this page is weird, but it's kind of funny. Cortez is thrown up because part of Lost's abilities, uh, her gravitational abilities, it kind of puts everyone off kilter. So if you're not used to it, you're just immediately sick. So as Cortez is slashing her, he's just like vomiting. Uh, he's like, uh, oh, sorry. I thought you were gearing up to say them. Um, but in any case, uh, Nightcrawler is just trying to mediate between them because the whole reason that he even brought Cortez over was to try to make amends with Lost, but that's not going so great. Um, we then cut to this little excerpt. Josh sent this to me like before I even read this issue. Uh, the excerpt of uh, the Book of the Spark, yeah. which is what the little uh, um, retracted or redacted uh, little box was in terms of what the book was. The Book of Blank. It's the Book of the Spark, as we learn later. Um, and it's basically examining the third law, um, Respect the Sacred Land, where Nightcrawler seems to be is like questioning what is sacredness, what is land, what is truly respect. A bad law is merely a rule, so a good law has to have the flexibility to accommodate the human heart, which is a great line. Um, and yeah, profound as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those things that you can easily read and kind of let it go over your head if you just take it at face value mm -hmm. but um <clears throat> like i was speaking to i guess you about like earlier in the week it's so important to have that understanding um because when you when you're raised a certain way and you're raised around a certain group of understanding a certain paradigm you know, it's real easy to not question things and say, well, yeah, the, things are the way they are because this is the way they are. This is the law, it, you know, and, you know, we have to learn. We have, you know, we have to all come to that understanding at some point in our life that, you know, these rules we make are, are imperfect by nature, you know, by default, because we create them and we can't allow ourselves to be constrained by said laws, you know, um, especially when they're getting in the way of, of people being happy and, and, and successful, you know, and, and, and just, and just living a fulfilled life. Um, he says a bad law is merely a rule. A good law has the flexibility to accommodate the human heart. I said before a few times on this podcast that I do not believe in any moral truths or lies. 
I, I, I believe that, you know, the only things we find are true. There's either empirical evidence for, or we all come to an understanding. There's nothing out there that says killing is wrong. You feel that killing is wrong, and you know that you don't want to get killed for something. So you don't do it to somebody else. You don't take that away. Um, I'm really sad that this is a miniseries. <laughs> yeah. Well, in theory, it's going to pick up again later, but we'll get into that at some point. Um, meanwhile, back to the main story. Xavier is just going off still. <laughs> he's, it's, it feels like he's just been going off for five unstopped minutes of just re- like hating his kid. Um, and like, um, hating himself too. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, if we're, if we're all being, if we're being straight up, that's what it truly is in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and David even points out that like he just, he, he read Xavier's mind and realized that, oh, he would, if I were to die here, that, uh, he would, uh, Xavier would, um, object to his resurrection Yeesh. And at the very, and at the very least, he would push back <laughs> the resurrection very far in the queue. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. So, yeah, it's um, not looking good for you, boy. If he dies. Yeah. Uh, after all this shit, uh, Nightcrawler just grabs Lost and Cortez in anger, teleports them to the tippy top of the atmosphere on Mars, and just lets them drop. Um, so. You know, now they're 10 kilometers away from death and uh, Nightcrawler is just trying to force them to get along. Um, So basically he's like, you have lost has the ability to like save you, Cortez. So, you know, be be sorry. And then Cortez is like, aha, Sharad, you are. I could turn off her power so she could die too. And um, yeah, basically Nightcrawler brings up the like uh, the conflict of one rabid monster so embittered that he would rather die and kill than ask for forgiveness and one victim so in the full blush of her fresh start so full of hate that she could never dream of saving her tormentor it's kind of an impasse uh, so but you know Nightcrawler obviously takes more issue with Cortez because he's the bigger piece of shit by a mile uh, by a mile <laughs> so. he, he, has to, he has to extend that branch first yeah, and basically, it's really funny how he does it, where he's like, "Yeah, and you may not, th- you may not think this matters because even if you both die, you'll just be resurrected. So you know, who cares what I have to say, right? But you forget that I'm a member of the Quiet Council, and I, and although everybody says I'm this nice guy, I could be a real bitch sometimes, uh, and I will advocate for you to be pushed to the very back of the queue." Uh, <laughs> in the resurrection protocols, uh, so he, he he just said, "And I will judge you." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, that's late. It's pretty I cool. Love that. Well, he breaks down even more. He's like, "You are a mutant." When we say respect the sacred land, only a fool would think we would refer to some dreary piece of dirt. We are mm. the sacred land. When you diminish other mutants, when you harm them without consent in body or mind, you are breaking the law. And I will judge you. Yeah, my bad. I skipped ahead a little bit. It's cool. Very epic. Very um, epic. One. I'm going to also skip ahead again and say VGI. Oh. I'm telling you, this this, this series really uh, VGI. touches my heart. 
Mm-hmm. And it wasn't easy because, you know, there's, a, oh, there's another heavy hitter <laughs> <laughs> lurking in the background. Oh, yeah, we do have uh, we do have a heavy ass hitter this time. Uh, Tom, as I called it in the in the chat. Tom. T-O-M. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in any case, anyways, at that moment, uh, Cortez actually starts to open up and start to apologize. But um, and Nico was like, "That's good. That's good. What about you, Lost?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, "Okay, okay, Lost. <laughs> lost. Like, Do you uh... have anything to say about that? Like, very, just a very uh, epic, epic version of Mari, where he's just trying to build up their differences. And it's at that moment, Onslaught decides to strike, and he says, "No, no more heartfelt thingies. Fuck that." <laughs> Your uh, goddamn behold the, the power of the nineties. <laughs> Hate each other. Don't understand. Yeah. Uh, Cortez and Lost just start to attack each other. Then uh, Sword starts to pick up on the fact that the uh, largest uh, moon in Mars is starting to just like pull down because of Lost's abilities. Uh, after Cortez supercharges her too much. Uh, and everybody starts to haul ass off of Mars because there's a big-ass comet coming down. Xavier straight up abandons Legion. Uh, <laughs> Yo! He said, uh, well, you know. He says, I'm sorry, I, my boy, but sorry, I, not I, sorry. Air, so- air quote, sorry. So- I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> well, well, this isn't that convenient. <clears throat> Unfortunate. Yeah, oh, so wow. I'm going to that... get out of here. I hope you figure it out, Legion. Is that a whole <laughs> ass moon coming down to kill my son? I mean, kill Mars? He cries. <laughs> <laughs> he's crying because he's hype right now. He's like, yes. He cannot <laughs> withhold the excitement. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> Yes, I don't have to do it with my own hands. They yeah. won't call me a murderer. Yeah, it's funny because like this is when Legion says that like uh, he said he, he he was thinking about how he'll oppose my resurrection if I die here. What a dick. Uh, so, you know, after all this is happening, uh, Magneto, uh, not Magneto, Nightcrawler is like, yeah, damn it. And then he turns to over to... Um, uh, Cortez and says, "Hey, supercharge me so I can do my cool heroic thing." Um, and Cortez supercharges Nightcrawler, and at that moment, uh, he starts to see, you know, just visions of the past of what he's been through so far. I see how we win. I see how we flourish. The path, the way, but he won't remember it. So he leaves a message with uh, Fabian. And he says that, and he tells Fabian that, like, when he gets resurrected, just to tell him immediately, he won't need to remember everything. He just needs to remember one thing, and Nightcrawler will be able to put the rest together. As the supercharged Nightcrawler pulls up to this giant moon and starts teleporting it, I guess, backward, um, and he he says to tell him the spark, and that should be the ultimate clue to pull things back together. Um, so, basically, that is what you must tell me when I walk through death. The unseen spark in all things. 
and Nightcrawler passes away after saving the after saving the entirety of Mars. Um, but it doesn't last very long because Nightcrawler is resurrected, and um, they remind him about what happened, how he sacrificed himself, and he's like, "Wait, where's Fabian Cortez?" And Xavier's like, "This is where things get a little complicated," and uh. it turns out uh, Fabian Cortez. Uh, basically had his brain switched off somehow. Um, it was pretty crazy. Um, and the simplest that's solution... definitely onslaught. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't oh, think about yeah. it before, but oh yeah. yeah. Uh, so he was like negative. You are not sharing that goodwill. No, no, no. Understanding. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's not... very nineties cash money. You're not you. stopping the nineties tonight. The 90s are back in full force as Nightcrawler walks over uh, to Krakoa and we see visages of Onslaught over everyone where we learn that uh, this will be continued in X-Men, the Onslaught Revelation. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so that was way of Bro. <laughs> Professor Xavier is like, it's an overused action, Kurt. But you really can't save them all. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure you was telling yourself that all night, <laughs> as you let your son, as, as the the prospect of letting your son die was just, you know. Yeah. It's a little too much for your guilt. Too much, man. Um, a little too much. Man, I am also gonna miss Way of X, man. It uh, it's a shame that it's it had to be a miniseries. It was very interesting and uh, pretty cool. Uh, a good look at like philosophy behind uh, the current run of X-Men books. And I'm glad that it, to a degree it's not over um, with this onslaught res- revelation. I feel like it's going to be kind of like a, an offshoot, just like, you know, trial of Magneto is um, yeah, where it's uh, an event that spins off of a certain series. So, I mean, there's, yeah, the onslaught is way too cool to like, and I'm not being, <laughs> way too, he's way too cool. <laughs> And and prevalent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To to keep it in one sub series, and yeah. how they had to make an event of this. Agreed. I mean, even people that don't read the comics know about Onslaught from Marvel vs. Capcom. Hell yeah! Or is it X Men vs. Street Fighter? I forget. One of them. One of them had the blue guy, and the other had Onslaught. I don't know which one. I think it was X Men vs. Street Fighter. Yeah, that had Onslaught. So, anyways, well. Yeah. Well, that was great. I recommend uh, Way of X. Uh, it's only five issues. It's very, uh, very good five issues. Uh, let's move on to, I guess, the best X book of the bunch, undisputably, X Corp number four. Wow. Uh, okay. So, last we left off with X Corp, uh, the X Corp was trying to get into the internet business by creating the Iosphere... I- IS- Oh, goddamn it. Ionospheric Bandwidth Generator. That is the coolest thing about this series. Sorry. Yeah. But. So, <laughs> cool. Uh, but we had a bit of a setback because uh, humans sabotaged the Ionospheric Bandwidth Generator and uh, the launch of it failed in front of everyone, embarrassing X-Corp. However, Mastermind currently using his abilities of illusion made it look like the ionospheric bandwidth generator perfectly worked 
And everybody's like, whoa, this shit is crazy. <laughs> uh, I guess in the meantime, uh, Monet got injected with something, but I thought in the last issue she got zoomed off. Like she jumped through a ceiling or something, but I guess not because she's just down. Like, ah, I've been, I've been stabbed with some kind of thing. And uh, that's when this mutant, um, damn, what's her face? <laughs> She's, I don't know her at all. She just pulls up. One of the one of the people on the team. Yeah, one of the people on the team just comes in and totally owns uh, the St. John lady. Uh, so, you know, that's all right. Yeah, they basically, uh, man, I, I got to be honest. I'm not, <laughs> I can't. Already? This is literally I'm tapping out, this man. This is what you told me. You said you got five pages in and it was just like, I could nope. not give a shit. I can't. <laughs> I will not waste my time any further. Okay, wait. I'm I'm gonna try. All right. I gotta give it a fair shake, like I did everything. So basically, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't work out. The ionospheric bandwidth generator is 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 kaput. It's over. Uh, they got it working, thanks to Mastermind stalling for time with his illusion. They got it working, but you know, none the wiser to everybody else. It's working, but they still have like the lasting memory of its failure. So I guess what happens is they they all take a vote to just buy the opposing company. Uh, everybody signs off on it, but Angel for some reason. And uh, when it's almost unanimously decided, it's revealed that this Celine lady basically already did it. So even if they did, even if they voted against the motion, uh, they already did it. So I guess they own the corporation they were competing against directly. Uh, cool. Uh, Angel's so pissed that he takes Monet into a back room and argue fights with her for a while because I guess you can't have all dialogue in this issue. You gotta have a meaningless fight that doesn't really add anything. Uh, it, it doesn't really make sense. It feels like they just go into a danger room and start fucking each other up for some reason. We go to his office, which is also a danger room because he set it up that way. Yeah. Right. Whatever. And they're fighting, but they're also literally fighting. So, you know. And they're also using their alter egos to fight each other, I guess. I don't know, man. Uh, meanwhile, while they're distracted, uh, the evil other corporations break into uh, the lab where the medicine is being manufactured, and they shoot Jamie Madrox, uh, and that's where the issue ends. Uh, all right. <laughs> Look, I... I I haven't been this not invested in a book in a long time. <laughs> I'll be honest. Uh, I mean, it's not like insultingly bad. It's just so fucking boring. I guess. Like I don't. I'm not invested in this, and the corporate espionage that is happening is disappointingly not entertaining. I feel like it's like reaching, like it, it's reaching for the flavor that it wants to be, but it hasn't really earned that. Uh, that cool factor that it's trying to give off so badly. Um, I don't know what the inner workings of this fucking corporation even is. They just kind of like thrust us into all these moves they're making, but we don't know the reason behind them or we don't, or we know the reason behind they're trying to like become tech. They're trying to get their hands in every like corporate sector, I guess, but it's just not interesting. You know, I wish, I wish, uh, and I was excited for X Corp. I'll be honest, I, like, I was, like, kind of 
dope because this whole Hickman-esque vibe that the X-Men are going for, it works well with a corporate espionage thing just off the premise. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 up the alley. It makes sense. Yeah. You know? But I don't know. It's just I'm not very invested. I, I feel like this uh, Celine lady pulled in out of nowhere. I don't even know who she is. She was in the last... She was in the last issue. She's one of the... Uh, she's one of the people they hired, man. I feel bad because this is... Uh, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna shit on it, I want to at least be 100% concrete and why, you know. But mm-hmm. I'm I'm just not that interested, you know. If anybody was to come along in the comments and rag us for not understanding the intricacies, they I give them that. You can have the W, bro. I'll take the L. I just don't <laughs> care, you know. I don't yeah. care to apply myself, and this as, is- you know, for this comic. And there's so you know, there's so many other things we already read. So it's competition, and we we already we we hold it to a certain bar, coming out of the exports, mm-hmm. and we did that with everything. You know what I'm saying? We're not being unfair, and you're right, man. These guys is acting way bigger than they really are, and that's the vibe I'm getting. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sure there are people that really really like Angel for some reason. I guess because he was Archangel at some point. <laughs> I guess that was super cool. What else? I'm not gonna go in. You know, Monet, I guess, is a, is, a, is a lovable character, too. A lot of people like her. But I don't care for I don't care for them. I don't care for anybody else they've shown so far. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't care for the for the corporate antics. I thought it would have been cool to take to, to kind of put like a magnifying glass on how corporate relations work. But it's a little too unrealistic because of the mutant aspect of it, which, again, I, I, I get, you know, I, I understand that, like. They're not going to play fair because the rest of the world doesn't fucking play fair when it comes to this. And that's why I hate it in the first place. You know what I'm saying? I don't look to these things and be like, oh, man, I love how they're beating them at their own game. And I, I look up to that. No, I think they're all fucking assholes and, and, and clowns and making the world a horrible place. I think, like, these are the type of people that, you know, propagate all of the negative, like, most of the negativity that's going on in this world in the hardships. Yeah. They are the devices for the elite 1% of people. You yeah. know what I'm saying? To, to meet these deadlines and be cold-hearted, to be fucking robots. That's not cool to me. And so far, all they've been doing is glorifying it, seemingly. Yeah. I mean, I don't have... Uh, I don't like that. <laughs> I, I can separate myself from the moral thing about, you know, because I, I agree with Josh. I'm, like, on the same side. But, you know, if it's in a story and it's just, like, kind of fun, I don't know what the equivalent would be. Uh, but I I think I always thought there was, like, cool, I guess, story potential in, like, kind of a twist and turn corporate espionage story. Yeah, but, with, with huge stakes in the story. Yeah, you know what I'm but saying? I, huge yeah. implications from, 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 from the house and powers of X era. Yeah, you know, like this was supposed to be one of the heavy. Well, I don't. I'm not saying it was supposed to, but it looked like it would be. And like you said, the flavor of it seemed as if it would be that kind of tone. Like, yeah, this is one of those really, you know, top heavy books that you're gonna get a lot of. Eh. I well, thought it would be along the lines of Hellions, where it was just like kind of a fun read, something I would look forward to, something like that was kind of funny and a little dark and kind of entertaining to read just because 
you need like really good dialogue in a thing like this. And when characters kind of just like, it feels like a lot to read. Like it's a comic book. You're not, I'm not supposed to feel like I'm reading like a fucking business, how to do business, business book. You know, like the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, yeah, that's how it reads. It's just like boring, kind of Wall Street Journal. And I feel bad being a little negative on this because you know people work hard on this kind of stuff, but it's just yeah, it's just not uh, like our flavor. It's not our thing. I mean, maybe it will turn around. Hellions did, and it's not like you know, Hellions was terrible to begin with. It was, but I, it is kind of wild, the one eighty that. Hellions took from being kind of just like a boring wannabe Suicide Squad thing to being this genuinely interesting and very funny, very entertaining book. I'm hoping the same for X-Corp. You know what it is? I I hope that it slows the fuck down because I feel like it's been going full throttle since the fucking start. Like they are trying really hard and packing a lot of I don't even want to say complex. It's it's literally the dialogue between people. There's mm-hmm. so much of it, and yeah. I don't. I, I know I, it probably sounds fucking ridiculous, you know, like like complaining about that. But when it's already a subject you're not super interested in, and there's not like a whole bunch of core story elements to it, I really I, you gotta understand. Like this, it was Sword X Corp and Way of X, and I know Sword came out a little bit before the latter two but i thought this was supposed to be the new crop of very important books mm-hmm. during the, the reign of x era and i'm not saying that x corp isn't important and that it won't be more important and more vital but god damn it man they really ain't ain't ain't, ain't <laughs> the, the, they're not, they're not forcing my hand to be like oh i'm gonna put up with this until <laughs> it gets to that point i'll just follow the youtube vids you know yeah. personally I, I i'm cool with that man i have not been interested in x corp at in any issue yeah literally since the very first issue i was just like yeah this is boring yeah but and, and don't try and i don't want nobody to try to fucking play me like i could wax poetic about the philosophical views of way of x so ain't, ain't nothing in x corp is too complicated to understand you yeah. know i just don't fanboy over people being cutthroat in the financial industry. I don't think that that's like I said, I don't think there's anything cool or or, or, or very bright about it. Yeah. I think that's how Neanderthals act. It's how cavemen act. They shice each other. They get a leg up on, on, on their living. That's that's lame to me. Alright. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's as much as I'm going to say about this book. Yeah, same. I don't have anything else. Uh, we, we've done enough. Uh, let's let's move on to our final X book, uh, The Trial of Magneto. Big old Tom. book. Tom. <laughs> uh, yeah, big old book here. Um, this is spinning off of the Hellfire Gala. Uh, the the preceding events is that Wanda Maximoff has been killed. Uh, seemingly directly after an interaction with Magneto during the Hellfire Gala, where it seems that Magneto snuck her onto the island. Uh, and the problem is, is that Wanda is a universally hated figure amongst the mutants because she kind of genocided them for a few years. Uh, so, you know, they don't look too fondly on her. But they're investigating her death nonetheless. Uh, X-Factor is on the case. 
in um pretty much one of the cooler moments I've seen of them. This is what like I feel the potential of the X Factor book would have been, where it's them just like, yeah fucking investigating, doing hard mutant esque police work. Uh, but it feels real, you know. It feels like a real investigation where it's not like they could solve everything with their powers. They still have to use their mind. Uh, yeah, Dakin is using his uh, his smell, sense of smell and his like I guess experience with combat and struggle to to kind of like map out the situation. At the same time, Rachel's using her chrono scan to kind of confirm what Dakin is picking up. Uh, the X Force is also there at a I guess advisory capacity. Uh, just the, I guess the, the street cops to their detectives. Uh, it's kind of, it's kind of cool. Um, meanwhile, back at the, uh, back at the point, I guess this is, oh no, at the garden where, uh, the boneyard is, um, the other mutants of X Factor, as well as Beast and Sage of, uh, X Force are doing an autopsy on, uh, on Wanda's body. Uh, I boy can pretty much see everything. Uh, what's happening? What happened to her? Uh, they find blood uh, blood underneath Wanda's fingernails, and uh, I boy realizes that it's hers because he can basically see her DNA, and also he can see enchantments that are in her blood because there's a lot of magic in Scarlet Witch's blood. Uh, through the chrono scan, uh, they realize that uh, Wanda's hands were magnetically bound. Uh, and the people at uh, the Boneyard Garden pretty much come up with the same theory. Um, and at that point, Polaris is kind of putting it all together in her head that, damn, Dad did this shit. Uh, it sure did. <laughs> and meanwhile, back at the Grove, <laughs> Magneto is just going off left or right. You fools! And I guess right now they're debating... Uh, the resurrect whether to resurrect Wanda or not, and Magneto is just going off. Um, everybody's like, "Calm down, Magneto. We hated her. She killed all of. She killed like half of us." Genesis and- saying that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's like, why are we even bothering to debate? Um, so yeah, Mystique is like sus at Magneto. He's like, "Wow." The only person who, uh, who, only one person has noticeably evaded X Factor investigation attempts at every turn, and here he is aggressively va- campaigning for the victim's resurrection. What's going on, mm. Eric? Did you interesting? Hmm. You could say the game is afoot. <laughs> uh, so, um, I want to take this opportunity right now to cut in. Go for it. On uh, Mystique. So I'm going to preface this statement by saying that this is not my original idea, but I do want to bring it up for the sake of us remembering this, right? So I mentioned this in the chat, Chris, but there is an inconsistency already. And I knew that the, I knew that the timestamps in the gal and at the gala was going to be important. And this is one of those instances. So in the page where they're, where they're breaking down the autopsy and they're also, it's like the, the two page spread mm-hmm. where Wanda's laying there. Yeah. Um, the black kid with the glasses. Prodigy. The, the, the technopath. Prodigy. His name? Prodigy. Prodigy. He states, no, it's actually not him that states it. Somebody states that 
Um, I sense it happening. All right. Yeah, the atrophy I sense there puts the happening at about 60 seconds before her death at 2.56 a.m. So they're basically saying that the, the, based on the physical evidence that they're seeing, looking at her body right there that iBoy is making, mm-hmm. in her expert medical opinion, she died 30 seconds before this time. Mm-hmm. That's at 2.56 a.m. Now, if you guys will allow me a moment, you know what? I'm not going to go look up the specific in, time. It doesn't matter. I know. It's 3.17 a.m. Oh, okay. So at 3.17 a.m., you see Magneto talking to, to Wanda. Mm-hmm. They link up and, and begin to have their conversation. Something is not adding up. And um, this is where... This is truly not my original idea. Mystique has every motive and reason. Plus, we already know there's an event that she's going to be mostly responsible for based on what we've seen so far in Inferno. Yeah. Um, hmm. that, that might have been Mystique. Um, the game. Oh, it's the Magneto, bro. I, I don't know, man. It's a foot. I, if if he's he's obviously being framed. I oh mean, yeah. You, you know, I, I think that much is clear. Although, who knows? You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's what's so fascinating about this event, about it being a murder mystery event, is that you know there's gonna be some type of twist and there's gonna be uh, a bunch of red herrings, but. I think it's very safe to assume that it wasn't Magneto that killed. Yeah, I think you know? like, even now it's kind of like telegraphing us that it's not Magneto. But we'll I mean, get, he's we'll wearing get all we'll black. He is which wearing. I was like, why is he wearing a different outfit all why of a is sudden? He that seems very weird, Magneto. But then I was like, oh, it's all black because he's mourning. He's wearing the leather okay. jacket right now. <laughs> Just... All black leather jacket, black on silver helmet, and costume. <laughs> Say what you yeah, want, man. Magneto. You know, the man can fucking clean up. He got he's as cool as designs. <laughs> even even when his his children die, he's like, I gotta look fly as hell. Uh, I I really yeah no, Josh, that was that's a good catch because when you sent me those, hey, it wasn't me. Show, it wasn't me. Thing, no. uh, uh, um, I forget the guy's name. I will say it as soon as it comes back. But I rely on him a lot for X. Comic book Herald. Yes. Yeah. You know yes, what? I didn't is, even. Uh, know if... He is my Lord and Savior. I'll say this: I did not. Uh, I didn't remember the timestamps. So, I mean, even so, that's uh, that's good information to bring to the forefront. Uh, anyway, Magneto is just like acting super sus, and everybody around you is like, "Magneto, you gotta stop acting sus, dude." Uh, <laughs> and um, basically, they all vote, with the exception of uh, Magneto, Kurt, and Kitty Pride, all vote to not resurrect Wanda. And Magneto gets super mad and starts to crush Magneto's head using yeah, uh, not Magneto, um, Xavier's head through his helmet. This is the first time they've been legit angry at each other this entire Bro, time. Bro, he almost killed Professor X. Yeah. Off of just words. Yeah. Because he tried to calm him down. Yeah. It's pretty wild. <laughs> Xavier changed his tune. He stopped that whole, like, sitting like this pose Real fast, very whole fast. F- crossed hands. Like I don't. Oh, there's nothing I can do, Magneto. Sorry, we voted, and uh, it's just slow for her. She's not gonna be resurrected. <laughs> and you say, 
You stop fucking playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He called him out his name. What was it? He said his name. He said Eric. No, he didn't actually. No. Professor X called him Eric. Yeah. Mm. But he always did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's when Nightcrawler and Kitty break in and just like, chill, 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 chill. Uh, so, you know, at that point, everybody tells us, like, we've already decided this behavior is beneath you, Magneto. You're not the most powerful man in the room anymore. We got mad Omega mutants here. Don't try to start shit. Um, and Magneto's like, man, fuck you guys. I'm out of here. I'm going home. As he walks through a crowd of celebrating mutants, just excited that Wanda's dead. Um, that's when Northstar pulls up with the X-Factor, the X-Men, and uh, and X-Force all together. And uh, there's, they basically are just like, come with me to the station, Eric. And Eric's yes. like, you think I killed Wanda? He's like, come with us to the station, Eric. And Eric says, no, I don't think I will. Captain America style. Yeah, <laughs> very gangster. He's like, I don't. I think y'all niggas must have forgot who I was. <laughs> and man, <laughs> let me remind you. Uh, we get a little bit of an interlude at the Boneyard in Krakoa where uh, Tommy uh, Speed uh, is watching over Wanda's body, and it looks like it like is just getting taken over by the surrounding plants somehow. Uh, North Star's husband uh is catches on to it. Is like, whoa, what the fuck? Oh no! As the stuff starts to um close in on him, Tommy starts to talk about how, man, I don't know what's going on. Billy would know, but he's out doing some space shit, so I can't really get in contact with him. Probably because he's in the middle of that annihilation event. But anyway, he would know better. Uh, I don't think he knows that mom is dead. Uh, meanwhile, on uh. In the Krakoan Gate of Manhattan, uh, Vision called uh, Captain Captain America the Wasp and uh, an Iron Man over uh, because they because Vision was told that Wanda never returned from the Hellfire Gala, and that's when Xavier pulls up and tells them the news, and Vision starts breaking down. Uh, very sad. And robot cries. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I don't know how, to, how does a robot cry, right? Uh, 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 what if the robot cries that dial-up sound? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking robot. I mean, it's time for the sequel series of WandaVision, Vision Wanda. I mean, I I think Vision's moved on from Wanda at this point. Because for sure, like whole, for sure. He has a whole ass dog, but, but this still sucks. Um, in any case, we cut back to the meat of the action here, where pretty much every X-Men is going up against uh, Magneto. Uh, Mag- <laughs> Both of the Wolverines have no effect on him, as usual. Uh, but unfortunately, <laughs> uh, they were only a distraction, because that's when Dakin pulls up and stabs Magneto in the back. Because he has no adamantium within his bones. So he's like, yeah, I got you now, bitch. But Magneto's like, I don't require metal inside of you in order to make you suffer. The or, the metallic ore in Krakoa soil is enough for that. And it just impales uh, Dakin from his back, basically. 
It's like gross spikes. Oh, it, no, he, he plunges metal from the Krakoan ore into the back of Dakin. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, Sink tries to do the, like, tries to take Magneto's powers and use them against him. But Magneto's, he's Magneto. He's, there's nobody better at this shit than him. Um, but he's like, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) You have been stopped. (laughs) And that's when, uh, Polaris comes in and is like, you know what? I'm, I'm the genuine article, man. I came from the man himself. So they do a cool metal Dragon Ball Z thing where they clash metals but it's <laughs> kind of lit yeah, yeah but unfortunately Pel- polaris gets hit uh with some metal shrapnel uh bring her down a little bit uh and as the battle is about to proceed uh eric just disappears out of nowhere uh and the next time we see him he's just getting hit the shit rocked out of him by his son quicksilver uh or i guess his son i don't know the status really anymore but he pulls up grabs Magneto, I guess, at super speed and just starts beating the fuck out of him. Uh, before he can kill Eric once and for all, that's when Northstar comes in and tries to calm him down because Quicksilver nearly kills him in grief, just pure distraught. He's like, I knew... Yo, who's faster? Quicksilver or Northstar? I would like to think Northstar is probably faster, but I have no reference on that. If anybody in the comments can answer, that would be great because I yeah. don't know. I think the way it will work is that Quicksilver probably can reach a higher speed, but Northstar is unbound, yeah. you know? So, he has better mobili- much better mobility than Quicksilver, although Quicksilver may have the edge in speed. I would hope so, since that's yeah. his whole thing. Brian, uh, can you look up what Northstar's thing is exactly? Because I, I think it goes beyond just kind of super speed in the way that we see it in Quicksilver and, say, the Flash and stuff. Um, yeah. But can you look up uh, Northstar's power in terms of his speed, I guess, to find out exactly what his power is. But I can get out right now. Cool. In any case, uh, yeah, he basically backs him up and Quicksilver just kind of breaks down. He's just like, I knew. It what says he has photokinesis. Which means? I guess it's something about light. Maybe that's what makes him fast is that he's oh. about light. Damn. Yeah, Damn, yeah, like that's why his name is North Star. All right. Damn, that's pretty legit. That's like Kizaru. Ooh, Ooh. a death battle with Kizaru versus North Star would be lit, Ooh. man. Ooh. Moshi Mosh. <laughs> that's Moshi Mosh. That's when Kizaru. That's like him saying hello into the sm- into the snail drive when he was first introduced. It's like Moshi Mosh. As everybody Very sh- mellow. shooting him in the face, he's just like, Moshimo. Ah, Kizaru. I miss that guy. Dude, we need Kizaru in one piece ASAP. Yeah. Um, so, in any case, uh, they've knocked out Magneto, uh, and Jean Grey's trying to look into his mind, but all she can really see is, like, fucking grief. He's literally like, No! Like Darth Vader, No! <laughs> That shit was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how else do you react when you're She's like, like yeah, with... okay, I'm not. No, I can't get it. I'm not well. <laughs> this guy's mad, mad. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, back at the Green Lagoon bar, uh, Toad, I guess Quicksilver sits next to Toad and they all 
toast a drink to Wanda. Um, Toad takes it a little difficult. He's like, that's not fair. Um, and he gets kicked out of the bar for going to ham. Um, meanwhile, we see Wanda kind of just in this ethereal plane. Uh, there's like scarlet red all over her chest as this cloaked figure. Moon Knight? No. Uh, <laughs> oh! <laughs> Conchu! <laughs> <laughs> oh god remember that dude oh my god it was actually pretty lit it, it was, was lit cool. for like two issues it was pretty was... great no it was pretty great consistently it's just god you sucked <laughs> <laughs> yeah he was, he was very lame yeah but whoever this cloaked figure is uh stabbed wanda and then i guess she's doing this weird magic thing i don't know what the fuck she's doing she's like she, and this whole time she's giving this monologue over, you know, having grieved every person that she harmed uh, and aching for what she has lost because what I have caused a tempest of anguish. And now I grieve for myself because I was killed and I died. And yet I know that I am not dead. And, uh, what that means. And then the next page is very. What's the word? Abstract. And yeah. See the words. Where am I? Yeah. Very Kingdom Hearts esque. <laughs> just like, where am I? Am I? I don't know what all of these directions are. <laughs> yeah. They have to. It has to mean something. Yeah. Uh, Especially this last one on the bottom that's colored. Mm. Are those trees? Those are trees. Where are trees? Yeah. But there was arrows, which is brown, green. Yes. Yeah, right. Oh, they are trees. Good catch, Josh. I can guess. I, yeah, I, I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, because he's getting surrounded by flowers and such. And... Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. The Kohati? Kotati. Imagine. That, was, that would be crazy. <laughs> uh, said, I'm back. Uh, guess who's back? What if Black Tom saves her? Oh. The Veg. The Veg saved you. The uh, Veg. <laughs> uh, well, that's where this issue ends. Uh, this is my VGI. Uh, let me get that. It was really good. Certified VGI. Oh, man. I love this issue. And so many, so much great art also. I don't know uh, the artists they got involved, but the battle between Magneto and the other mutants was lit. Uh, man, Spectacular. It was great. The two-page spreads. I, I recognize the first few pages with the investigation being Stefano Caselli, I think his name is. Uh, he's been an artist for a long time, so I just kind of like see him and his work and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely right. Um, um, yeah. Oh, this is. I guess I should. I could have checked on this myself, but the people writing this are the same people that wrote X Factor, right? Yeah. So yep. this is truly a continuation of X Factor, yeah. just in it. So I don't know if it was something I read or something I heard on a YouTube video. I really don't remember, but. I remember some, something being said that it wasn't so much that X Factor was canceled. It was that they didn't want this to just be something in X Factor. Mm-hmm. The same way of what they're doing with Way of X and Onslaught. Mm-hmm. So I really don't think we should look at X Factor as canceled. Yeah. I think it's just it got to a point. Maybe they, it, it, it stopped it a little bit sooner oh, than they had oh, wanted Jesus. to. But, um, 
Yeah, man. This this is this is the continuation of X Factor. Just just an event format, and I love it. No, I I, agree. I want them to do that with with the rest of the book. No, in theory, I like. I hope that like X Factor gets a second second wind after this little uh, this little arc. So, like, this is like Probably. the full potential of what I like expected out of X Factor. You know, this was just a cool mystery, and I guess like mysteries are particularly hard to write. So I'm not like I get it. But, good ones, yeah, really good ones are hard to write, and I'm glad that they like, like Final Crisis. Yeah, I mean, whatever the fuck that meant, <laughs> that whole thing. Uh, I mean, it was crazy. It was apocalypse shot the bullet at himself. Yeah, it was fucking wild. <laughs> it was wild, man. It was fucking wild. But it was crazy. Yeah, no, so far so good. I'm I'm enjoying this, and uh, I hope the quality continues. I uh, don't know how long this arc is going to be, but I'm pretty excited. I love a good mystery. Uh, I I can't resist a good mystery, man. I, I'm here for it. I watched Lost for six seasons and then it didn't <laughs> deliver. <laughs> but it was Sorry. fine. It was more about the journey than the it was true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was about the friends you made along the way. I really liked Lost. I I still stand by it. It was fine. Um, the body of work overall, it's fine. Serves- yeah. The, the the quality of the ending. Yeah, that's how I look at it. Anyway, this is imagine little... leaving the island and then going back on on purpose. They did. That's exactly. I know. I know. I know, man. Well, they had to go back. You know, they had to. Oh, I don't. They I don't had know. to go back. I just thought it was crazy. I was like, yo, yeah. you worked so hard, and just to be so depressed far. and lonely. <laughs> yeah, just got sad. <laughs> They just go back. Uh, but in any case, I don't know. I don't have many thoughts. It's, it was great. Read Trial of Magneto. You don't really need a whole ton of exposition behind it. All you really need to know is Wanda was they killed. They definitely don't. Yeah, Wanda was killed recently, and they're just trying to find out who did it. So, you know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, these, these event comics, I mean, and I feel like with the really good American comic books in general, they'll you know, they'll build curiosity and you'll you'll go out of your way to go find out certain things if you if you feel like you're lacking on information. But you definitely don't need it. Yeah. It just enriches the experience. Yeah, agreed. Um but I don't know. That's it for me. Uh you guys uh have any final thoughts? Yeah. But one last thing about it. Um you know, with what I was saying, you can literally watch WandaVision and go straight into this. Yeah. And if you're like, oh, well, what the fuck is Krakoa? And where? Well, there you go. Why don't you pick up powers in the House of X? Yeah. We'll we'll see you soon. (laughs) God damn, those were good comic books, man. God damn. Um, Yeah. Well. Um, I think we we addressed it last time, but yeah. Your your boy, uh, your boy Hickman is is out of here. Oh, yeah. We didn't uh, expound. Okay, so we, ba- uh, he, we he's out of here after Inferno. Yeah, after Inferno, and he Hickman. may do. He may come back for the third event. He may not. I think he will. Really up in the air. He is doing something else at Marvel. I don't know That's if he said. mentioned that before. I think but he's I definitely think coming he's back. Writing another book. It doesn't make sense. I think he's just going to be directing something. Yeah. Like- yeah, I don't know. I don't know because he said that they don't pay him to write ongoing series. Exactly. They pay him exactly. to write these big events. And I think like that makes sense. 
it's when you really think about it, the ex the X books are really driven by the other writers that he's employed. I don't think he's ever worked sure. on a scale uh, where he's had other people basically help write his story. And I think the whole precipice behind it is that like the people who he hired are having a lot of fun exploring what he's built and he's down to ride with that and let that expand as long as I guess they they allow him to, you know, come back and finish what he started. Which I think will happen. It might be some time. But I definitely yeah. think Hickman had a plan going into it and I don't think he's leaving after Inferno forever. I think he'll be No, I don't think so either. It's just that we definitely shouldn't be thinking about it until he just announces it. Yeah. Like, do not hold your breath, guys. Um, they, you know, I remember part of the interview, he literally, he, he asked them, he asked all the writers, like, okay, are we ready to jump into phase two? And they were just like, nah, <laughs> we're not. And, and apparently, you know, these comics are just all selling so well, which I'm, I'm sure it's purely due to the momentum started in Powers and House of X mm-hmm. and the fact that it's it's a very clear, linear reading order and path, you yeah. know? You, you If you miss out on the book, you really feel like you're missing out on a part of the overall narrative. Mm-hmm. Even if you it's know? a small it part. It created that. Huh? Yeah, even if it's a small part, every book it, exactly. lends itself to the other. In some and there's no them. reason for them to stop in their minds. They're like, yeah, financially speaking... <laughs> And career-wise, we have no point to rush ahead. Yeah. We are not going to Hirokoshi this shit. <laughs> We're going to take I'd our like time. To, I'd like to think they're also having fun with pop, the concept. Pop, 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 shots. <laughs> shots! All the time. Every episode. <laughs> Don't you a safe nigga? You're not. <laughs> well, <laughs> now that we got our one Horikoshi shot out of the way. <laughs> It is, yeah. I mean, you know, he'll be back. I don't got much more to say, so I suppose we should just close this out, huh? Yes, sir. Let's go. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show. We are back. We'll be back again on Thursday uh, with a very special, very special link we're planning. So you know, tune in. Yes. Yeah, it'll, be, yeah. it'll be a lot of fun. I'm so excited. So tune in. Uh, it'll be out like Yo, Thursday. Yo, follow night. us on Instagram, guys. All right? Yes. Planet follow us everywhere. Street. Follow us everywhere. Yeah, follow us everywhere. But yeah, follow the Twitter at New Jump City. Pop, wait, at New Jump City. Yes. Right? Both of them New Jump at New Jump City. Uh, yeah. You can Please, follow guys. me at the Chris Espinel, Josh at JD Cole underscore 37. Brian at B.ESP. Uh, all on Twitter and Instagram. Josh at NY Chillin on Twitter. Uh, follow Brian's stream at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want to talk to us about. I think that's it. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to audio podcasts. We are on there. Subscribe to us on YouTube. That would be great. Like, subscribe, comment, do whatever you want. Um, and uh yeah we'll see you in a couple days uh stay safe new jump citizens peace out everybody peace